We're going to talk about things. We already have got to talk about stuff. We already... I already... No, I already... Sorry, did. I, uh... I was... <laughs> uh, We're going to talk about things. We're going to talk about stuff. We're going to talk about things and stuff and have opinions. It's never been done before. Does babysitting come from the, like, birds sitting on their eggs? Uh, probably. Why... Oh, I don't know. Why do we? What? What? It? I don't. So I'm a person that like in most contexts, if I'm sitting on you, it's bad, right? It's like I, <laughs> I'm pretty big. If that's uh, happening to you, it's bad, right? Yeah, I, you've well, lost some bet of some sort. Well, my some, brother, my brother also duel. has chickens, and they sit on their eggs. Yeah, but we yeah. we're we're cold or hot blooded mammals yeah. or whatever. You don't need to do that. I don't. But the, I don't know. The, the two corgi puppies need somebody to let them out, otherwise they're gonna shit all over the floor. So, <laughs> uh, we we've definitely bred these dogs for for minimal <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> like, like we. I, I your ass needs to be physically as close to the ground at all times. I none of I this love pro, a... no projectile shit. I need to know where you went, and I need to know where you went by following your trail. Corgis are hella cute, but like, 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 give me a good mutt any day of the week. Like uh, they're just so smart and healthy. The, the corgis so, are actually like deceptively smart. They're really young, okay, so they're good. still a little. Uh, you know, they're not. They haven't quite figured out the world yet. But one of them. Okay, so they named him. Uh, it's Jin and Ray, after the Star Wars How do you characters. Spell Jin? Uh, oh, J Y N. Okay, that's yeah, that's better it, than it, I was thinking. Uh, Jin cool. Urso and and Ray Skywalker. I was um, thinking D J I N N, and I was uh, trying okay. to figure out if no. that was problematic. I'm not sure <laughs> if it is. No, they're actually they're uh, they're really smart. Um, Jin is a liar, so she's potty trained now, and she knows to go sit at the back door to be let out, and so she, like she'll do that. And I'll be like, all right, you got to go out and pee. And then she'll just, like, go out and play. And I'm like, no, no, you have to poop and pee. Like, y you said you had to go out. And I look at her, and she's just looking at me like, I don't want to go back inside. I don't want to play outside. I'm like, uh-uh, you going inside. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Reminds me when I, I used to take care of my nephew. Um, I watched him professional rest. I showed him professional wrestling one time. And then just immediately, whenever his parents bought new furniture, he wanted to do AJ Styles shit to it. Of course. And I would tell him, don't do it. Do not perform the phenomenal forearm through this table. <laughs> and, and then he would just grab a truck and start reciting AJ Styles' theme song, just walking around waddling with it. And nice. all he knows is that the first line of that theme song is something about a truck. So he just walks around going, yeah, 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 until someone acknowledges him. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll say, like, child, stop. And then he'll just fucking hurl the truck on the ground and break it and go, I had a truck, and then run away and jump on furniture. This is why I want animals and not children. As, as, as a point of contention, I tr I do my best to not acknowledge children in, <laughs> as much as I can, mm -hmm. um, just in ever in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, just never do I want to be in the same room with them, uh, especially for long amounts of time. That's all we need to say. <laughs> I like being an uncle. I don't know. It. it I don't think I ever want to be a parent. But mm -hmm. I, I, 
I, I don't know. It was fun seeing him pick up on shit that was like, wait a minute, I do yeah. that. I didn't even realize I did that, and you started doing it. Admittedly, it was like the curse words I say under my breath, which was bad. <laughs> but... Shit on a dick. <laughs> Goddamn son of a whore. It's just, just every time I'm, I'm like getting my car started. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, knowing, knowing my brother and his, his girlfriend, they'll eventually probably have kids. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be I, the cool uncle. I'm not going to have any of my own, but I'll take care of their dogs and... I will not take care of the kids, but <laughs> being an uncle's rad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I've babysat before and uh, yeah. Yeah. Really like... nice being able to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I assume so. <laughs> um, so yeah, we wanted yeah. to, uh, I guess before we like get too off the rails, we wanted to start with news. That's right. Swish yeah. it up. Yeah. Do th- a quick, kind quick of... little thing. It was kind of like um, like a mini E3 this week. Yeah. Um, like, like a Which lot of cool. these events were explicitly delayed um, from a couple of weeks ago with uh, Blackout Tuesday and stuff like that. Um, but there were a lot of events over the course of the last week um, in, mm. in the realm of video games that kind of had E3 energy, not the least of which was the PlayStation 5 video game showcase thing, the, the state of play mm. or whatever it was. So I, I have a question. For, yes. for you too. Um, how much are you willing to spend for that router? Uh, I I mean I already have a computer that can play all of those games better. Can't, can't get Ratchet and Clank <laughs> on a PC, man. Uh, I'm I have no intention of playing Ratchet and Clank. Can't um, get Spider Man probably. Uh, that is true. I haven't played the first. I have the first one sitting here. Yeah. Um, I I mean I'll probably pick it up eventually. I don't know if I'll get this generation of consoles on launch. Uh, I think they said. I, I believe they. I believe they said it's five hundred plus. Yeah, like the no, it's range. not. It's not going to be cheap. They, they, yeah, they were no, tampering expectations not. of like, hey, this is going to be big. It's not. Yeah, I, not I think both of them are. Loss. Especially because both the consoles this generation have been like, this is going to be a modular system. It's going to use like actual PC parts and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm I'm a little upset because um this is going to be the first this is going to be the first like console that I will have that I will be able to buy on an adult salary. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And um you know, I uh <laughs> I as as Davey knows, I bought the PlayStation 3 insanely late. <laughs> And I think, uh, I think almost, almost 10 years after it came out, uh, and then I proceeded to buy the PS4, uh, not too long after that, but certainly not on release. So, so like a PS5, like I can, but my backlog for PS4 is insanely big. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, I mean, the, like, this, is there a point? <laughs> this space has always been... Like, like video games in general have always been really friendly to folks who are willing to wait like even six months mm-hmm. like oh for sure i so since i i am a a creator of content in ways there's part of me that's mm. like i if i can't i'm behind mm. the curve if i can't play the brand new re- game about a time loop that they called returnal Oh yeah! Just, like that game looked really cool, and then the fucking title. Yeah, the what, title. What the fuck? It, you it, spelled it, this word wrong twice. It gave me Wait, uh, I, uh, "Live Die Repeat" Edge of Tomorrow vibes. I, I do have a question about Returnal though. 
was it made by Japanese folk or 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 I American folk don't... or others? It no, was probably it... Japanese, I would assume. With Actually, a name no, I don't like know. with a name like Returnal, it has to be Japanese. Like so, it, yeah. it has to be Revengeance but, or. But that trailer was that trailer featured a lot of like American American Anglo looking people. You know what I mean? So I'm just like. Mm. I mean, uh, certain Japanese developers kind of do that. Um, I only trust a Japanese game uh, if their main character looks like a uh, a J-pop. What about band what member. about Kojima? What about Kojima? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Like I said, I don't fucking trust him. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. So, you yeah, probably no, shouldn't. It, 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 just for the sake of it, it looks like the the developers of these game of this of Returnal is the folks that made Rezo Gun, a company called Housemark out of Finland. Mm. Oh, so, interesting. Okay, mm, that makes um, sense then. Western scenario. So yeah, that outside was... of maybe the worst titled <laughs> video game I've ever heard of, although it does look cool, and I'm gonna say it. I'm kind of down for. I'm super down actually for like a middle-aged woman protagonist. Like I don't know that I've actually seen that before. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, like I, in a triple A, like hey, this is one of the things we're showing right now. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it's like, pro- I mean it's probably been done, but yeah, it's it's certainly different. So yeah, I mean as is tradition, they started the thing off with the new car game. They, they had to. Gran Turismo. Gotta go fast. Everyone knows what cars look like. Th- these yeah. wheels are extremely round. They are yeah. <laughs> almost perfectly round now. You know, as as much as I don't enjoy, like, racing simulators like that, there Gran Turismo is always the one that's like, okay, we're gonna push your, like, you gave us new hardware, we're gonna push it and show you what it can do. Because it's a fucking gorgeous looking game. Yeah. But I have zero, I have less than zero interest in, a, like, sim racing car game same um, I, I i was told that it was like a burnout thing back when i was first given my first oh absolutely not and, and i never got out of the fucking tutorial the licensing missions or whatever the fuck yeah fuck, same. Fuck that game as we all know the only racer that matters is sonic, sonic and all-star all-star racing, racing transform, transform. <laughs> come on is there an ed at the end or no huh is there an ED at the end of Transform or yeah, no? Yeah, Transformed, yes. The ED. Damn. Okay. I, I, I fucking forgot. don't remember everything that happened in the... I, I, I took some notes, but um, yeah, the, no, biggest, I, I, the biggest I ones for me, like the biggest announcements was R- Returnal looked pretty good because I, I got some Edge of Tomorrow vibes, which Edge of Tomorrow is actually one of my favorite movies. It's and, f- and fucking I, phenomenal. And I'm super down for this whole, like, if we're going... Because like, whenever there's a, a, a game that gets big and gets popular with a cool new idea, everyone tries to copy it. If, <laughs> I, if everyone's just going to copy Outer Wilds and, and make a Majora's Mask, I'm all here for it. Wait, wait, wait. That's... Outer... Oh, right. Yeah, it's it's been long enough that Majora's Mask is, like, now a, a staple game that people are going to riff off of. And oh, that's for pretty sure. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. I guess cool. it, it it depends on how they implement that sort of like repeat time loop sort of thing. If it works like Ocarina of Time, or if it works in a slightly different way. Yeah, but yeah. What else grabbed your eye, Brian? Oh, the biggest one was was the Demon Souls remake. Yeah, uh, which I'm pretty sure they said was coming to PC. I couldn't remember if they said that it was or not. No, I... they wouldn't have said in the Sony one, but I think they yeah, might have said out, I, I outside. Guess that... 
I guess I'd be surprised because the entire the entire thing was that it was a Sony owned property, right? Like, mm-hmm. that was yeah. Why they, they Although I mean, sold. it's it is Atlas now, but maybe 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 Sony's tall as Axis. I, I I wrote down Demon Souls PC on my notes, and I'm maybe I just they put they that on accident. Asked, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember uh, if I, I, I nobody think nobody quote me on this. Making it, but Blue Point is doing the remake, right? Or am I? Uh, I don't remember. I got too. I was too fucking excited. Because Blue Point is like the 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 Sony remake house at this point, <laughs> um, which like I remember one of our buddies Strife um, like bothered the community manager of of Blue Point and was like, "Hey, you should remake Legend of Dragoon," and they were like, "I don't know, maybe we should." And then he tweeted at me directly, like, "Hey, you should play this twenty year old RPG so that." somebody um, <laughs> everyone play this game now so that they'll remake it um but yeah I, I i played demon souls way back when on the ps3 like before dark souls 1 came out yeah and i fucking yeah. loved it and then when dark souls came out i was just like this isn't fucking demon souls and i was like so mad <laughs> because it wasn't as I, it wasn't like set up how i wanted it to be yeah. so I, I was dark souls i was i, dark I had souls scored became, dark uh, souls for forever <laughs> i hated it I mean, yeah. Demon Souls ha- had the tendency stuff and, and like a bunch of weird mechanics on top of the stuff that ended up sticking. W- yeah. W- of the like the 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 extreme level of control and. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the, um, like the the biggest one for me was the uh, was the theming of it felt so much. Actually, I'll I'll probably instead of going into it here, I'll probably add that to a list of deep dives because there's just, yeah. <laughs> there's a awesome. really I didn't even think about that. Let me let me write that down because like. There's a really cool theme with just, like, you know, you have, like, your hub and, like, every time you die, you get, like, thrown back into it. And, like, all the NPCs are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it's hopeless. <laughs> and then as you progress, it's, like, the NPCs, like, start talking to you differently. It's it's so good. So you're um, saying that Returnal is a Demon Souls ripoff. Ooh, I hope so. That would be good. I kind of <laughs> got Death Stranding vibes almost. Like, if you took Death Stranding and edge of tomorrow with tom cruise that was sort of what the vibes i got from returnal all right so i i I, i'm gonna oh go yes no i i gotta test brian brian do you know the do you know the japanese name of of edge of tomorrow uh the um the manga is all you need is kill yes yes i actually it's it's, on it's on my uh my headboard at the moment uh i haven't started reading it yet I really want to though because I saw that movie and I really really yeah. liked it. That it also kind of fell into the like schlock action movies that we talked about <laughs> last week. And then yeah. I saw that it was based on a manga and I picked it up and then I just never touched it. So one of these days yeah. I'll get around to reading it. Does that it technically like... make Edge of Tomorrow an anime? Uh yes. Yes. Well, yes, we've already determined absolutely. everything's a JRPG, so movies yes. can all be animes. Yeah. Um that that name is uh, along with Returnal, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, that game or that name is also the most Japanese title of something that I've that what? I've heard. So uh, all, you need, all, is all kill? you need is kill. Yeah, yeah, that is a very Japanese name. <laughs> yeah. If I've ever heard one, I have three game franchises that I'm just gonna say back to back to back. And, mm-hmm. and so we we got there were three other announcements, or there were a bunch of different announcements, but there were three announcements in particular that struck me as interesting for being on this press conference for a bunch of different reasons. 
Yeah. Um, so number one, and like I think it was like the second game that they showed, was they announced a brand new Ratchet and Clank out of Insomniac, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was fun because I enjoyed Ratchet and Clank back in the day, although I am a Jack and Daxter guy through and through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was cool because like when you see that game in action, like, like you know what Ratchet and Clank looks like, and um, it, it flows exactly like Ratchet and Clank basically has flowed since the PlayStation 2 um it looks like it but um like they have this weird shit where you're like using a hook shot but the hook shot moves the entire world around you instead of moving you around the world um yeah yeah and has all kinds of crazy particle effects and with fuck ton of enemies on screen and giant backgrounds that are all like active and uh like massive draw distances and just like you couldn't it seems like you really couldn't do this on the ps4 and hmm. it was cool to have that direct comparison. Right. Um, it, it sounds like they, they made a lot of mechanics j- utilizing the new things that they could do on the PS4, which is it, it, things that we've sort of seen in the PC realm for a long time, but it's nice that now it's like, we can actually get this on a console. Like, seeing that progression is really, really cool and, like, inspiring for the uh, the industry because it's like we've been we've been you know we've been talking about this for years so it's pc is obviously like so far ahead of consoles but now like this is a huge step forward for consoles where it's like hey like this is actually going to start meaning something yeah 80 <laughs> percent of developers will actually be doing things on a machine someone that can like actually do shit yeah be dope um so uh speaking of progression and moving things forward and and not selling the same goddamn game for eight fucking years. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, oh my god, it's gonna be on the PS Five. I I played the game on the PS Three. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm holy shit. so. They, they make a billion dollars a year on online, man. Yeah, look, because everyone was like, I can't believe they announced a Grand Theft Auto Five again. I'm like, that is their moneymaker. That is. They make so much money on that shit. Like, <laughs> like, I, I, like, don't I, get I, me wrong. It's cool. It's really cool that a company is dedicated to making a game on every single platform because it's kind of pro-consumer in a way. It's just, you can get, like, you love this game. You can keep playing it on, like, every console that you own. And they give it out free, Whoa. like, all the time. Yeah. yeah. But they know when people play online you get the whales that just give them the shovel money at them so that's they don't care like they literally gave grand theft auto 5 for out for free on epic for everyone because all their money comes from the online they don't care their sales like sales for that game zero dollars like i so one i'm waiting for my ballad of gay tony but for grand theft auto 5 i know it's not coming (laughs) But I, man, I really like playing that game. Um, it's I have a no good interest game. in getting teabagged by the Scooby Doo gang in the online. But yeah, I yeah, I, the online does not interest me at all. It's a good game. I love the single player. I don't think I'm gonna play it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Number it, three. It it, oh. it controls really well. Uh, like it it just feels good. Like yeah. going back into that game and playing it. But God, another. <laughs> it's headlining your fucking console yeah. really all right sure yeah yeah the, the Man, biggest remember... announcement for it was if you own it on ps4 you get it for free on ps5 yeah and and you can play online for free without getting the base game yeah um, mm. on the ps5 which like remember fucking the nes came with super mario brothers like packing games used to matter 
And now it's like, ah, you could give us $800 if you feel like it. <laughs> if you feel like it. Packaging you with an ad. <laughs> um, and then the third game on my list was, I mean, it, it the series started on the PlayStation. It's PlayStation mm-hmm. through and through. The end of Chris Redfield's story, apparently. Oh, Resident yeah. Evil 8. I the Village, you, you can make a V-I-I-I out of Village. <laughs> I I was really excited during that uh, trailer, and then uh, I I don't remember who I was watching, but they were like, yo, is this Resident Evil? I'm like, no, this isn't Resident Evil, and then it fucking popped up, and I was like, oh my god. But there was a vampire. Yeah, no, it looked really cool. There was fucking vampires and werewolves and shit. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like a neat, like, horror action game, maybe, and then it was Resident Evil, so I guess technically. I mean, RE7 was a very different thing. yeah. In a lot of ways, not literally everywhere, but um, I don't know. Like I, I heard a really funny theory on Twitter. I, I wish that I wrote this down. Um, but the theory is that because, like, for me, Chris Redfield has always been the like strong cop, but not like a superhero guy from the first game. Yeah. Um, and, and like, like, what if just Chris Redfield is the gun, and anyone who grabs the gun becomes Chris Redfield? Because that dude. <laughs> has morphed into different men yeah he like, um, like four or five times in five was it five the one that was with the um i think it was in africa yeah the one where you had the shiva I shiva think was, was the secondary punches yeah. a fucking volcano until it kills wesker for him yeah that was that was chris redfield right because he became like a super soldier in that one yeah which i think he had some kind of drugs in that one. Oh, did I don't he fucking hmm. remember um, I, I thought it was just, like, a stars thing. Like, you were just, like, super fucking buff and... Like, I know Jill went all Super Saiyan and, ha- and had a mega crystal jammed into her cleavage or something. And, and you had to shoot her right in the chest to, yeah, to break the that ha- Oh my god, that actually happened in the movie. That's nice. I I, I kind of want to <laughs> play RE4- 5 again. Like, I like RE4 a lot, but RE5... Like, RE4 is not a scary game. RE5 is, like, straight up... It, it is at no point even trying to scare children. Like it yeah. is an action game, and it's it still has the schlock that, that Resident Evil is known for. Like I the 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 QTE of just Chris is pushing this boulder to try to get across the volcano, and he can't do it, so he's just gonna start punching it because punching it is better <laughs> for moving a boulder. Uh-huh. Of course, because he because he's Chris Redfield. Like I <laughs> yeah, and, and then of course we get we get seven, which is just completely different. I kind of wish they had like packaged it as not a resident evil game and then had it be the surprise ending that it is resident evil i feel like that would have been really cool yeah like i am i crazy like th- did they originally call that biohazard when they announced it or something More, I, I bet i don't know i my theory is that it started as its own game and then resident evil picked it up hmm. i i don't know if that's time. true or not i could do some research but I mean, did, didn't Devil May Cry start off as like a Resident Evil game? Uh, yes. Weird shit happens. The original, that's, yeah, the original weird. Devil May Cry was a Resident Evil game, and then it got scrapped. Which actually, w- when you watch it, it weirdly makes sense because it's got all these fixed camera yeah. angles. Yeah, it, it, yeah, they they just used all the same assets and just made a new game. Like it is basically a Resident Evil game. Yep, they just they needed someone to to render some pizza, but otherwise they were basically there. <laughs> mm. But yeah, so, I, um, so, hopefully, hopefully the village is. Uh, it could it, like it's its own thing, kind of like how Seven was. Yeah, I, I think it will be. Um, it looks like it certainly. 
<laughs> I never played seven. I should try it. It's very good. Um, it's just not very close to a Resident Evil game. There's a couple. It, it does have like legit horror in it. Um, there's like very unsettling moments. Um, I rather enjoyed it. I thought it was very fun. So some other announcements from this thing. There was the the Spider Man expansion or sequel or DLC or like Sony had to clarify like three times to, to exactly what Spider-Man Miles Morales is. Um, <laughs> oh, is it like a DLC? So like it, when it was announced, it was just fucking like, Hey, here is a new video game called Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, and then it came out. I think Jason Schreier over at, I think he's at Bloomberg now um, was saying like, Oh yeah, no, this is like a, um, like, uh, what's, what's the, um, the infamous thing, uh, the, the weird infamous expansion that they put out, like the $20 thing. Oh, oh. second son. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. like the, the, Why the, the fuck the, do I remember that? <laughs> the scuttlebutt kind of became like, oh, this is kind of like that. It's, it's, Got it. you, it's not an expansion to the original game, but it's not a sequel either. It's um, just kind of like a, it's like its own small thing. Yeah. Like they're probably going to keep the town and. Or the city, and yeah, it'll probably. I assume it'll probably be like more focused and like story driven than would be my guess. That sounds mm. right. I, um, I have the the first one here. I hear it's very good. I need to play it eventually. I also want to play it eventually. Um, but I mean, who has time for anything? Who has time for a fucking giant ass open world game with a thousand collectibles? So. <laughs> There's also a game where uh, the, the entire trailer is just following a cat around, and you are oh, begging yeah. <laughs> that you yes. actually play as the cat, and then at the Stray. end it's like, hey, you're the cat. It's That was a, cat very, the game, baby. Uh, a very hot topic in my, my Discord group, because people, was it really? <laughs> people enjoy cats in my Discord oh, group. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I, I was very worried that they we, were going to we shit were talk very, the cat. No, no. We were very excited for the potential Death Stranding cat version. Yes. It's, I, I was it's just Cat about Stranding. To say. I, I would be a thousand percent on board for Cat Stranding. Wait, let me say. Uh, uh, Death Stranding? Ah, that didn't work out so well. Forget <laughs> I did that. Don't, don't. You can don't work on it. Come back. Don't, don't talk People to don't me. even anyway. know where to at you, dude. <laughs> They're gonna at me and be like, "Tell Chris he's made a bad joke." <laughs> Where do I at Chris? Gosh darn it! You you can bug I'm him so in my mad. Discord if if you want to go to the Discord. <laughs> I know I don't link that anywhere to the podcast, so um, that means nothing. <clears throat> um, was there anything? So there else? was a game. Oh, sorry. An, sorry, go ahead. Oh no! That, so there was a game that I am still not one hundred percent sure is actually called Jet. I'm pretty sure it's called Jeff. <laughs> because the the font on, on the title was very confusing, I don't remember what it, what it looked like. I, I vaguely remember pixels, maybe I don't know. Pretty sure it's called Jeff. Sure. Um, I, I have a, not seen this. What is this about? I don't remember. J E T T. I'm pretty sure is what they claim is the name of their game, but they it, they spelled it Jeff. So um, there's a new game in the. Oddworld series that appears to follow up on Abe's Odyssey oh. called Soulstorm, which I I fucking adore how res- weirdly resilient Oddworld is. <laughs> like, it is not a constant presence. It comes out, like, a new thing comes out in Oddworld maybe once every five, six years. 
and for the most part they're all different stories but like it, it's still here yeah that's one of those um, things that just like randomly pops up and i'm like i've seen that before i've never played it but it's a thing i should pr- <laughs> I, I i don't know that i want to do it as a deep dive but i want to at least learn more about it mm-hmm. um i played Abe's odyssey as a kid i played uh, stranger's wrath about half of it on the original xbox um before i had to return it to hollywood <laughs> video mm. um, so everyone who is under the age of like 28 just turn the podcast off we're not talking yeah. about anything you need to know is that is that what happens when when we mention things that 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 young people didn't see just yep. like a hollywood video goodbye <laughs> it, it, like like if i mention so what do, do either of you know what the initials vhs fucking stand for video, video... home cassette right s it's an s oh a video is it home system I don't know. Um, there's, there's, and then the VCR, video cassette recorder, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I I'll look it up. I have so many VHSs that I could play in my VCR. Mm-hmm. I I have so many old <laughs> Dragon Ball Z movies and copies of Home Alone gotten, Four. I think we've gotten rid of most most of our uh, VHS cassettes. I should dis- yeah. I should digitize them and light them on fire. <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> I, I I do I think in my uh at my parents' house there's quite a few cassettes like in the garage um there's probably one that I want to find uh yeah there <laughs> made, made my mom made my mom uh re- record a bunch of episodes of Pokemon when I was a kid mm. yeah I used yeah, to do that just too like this is like yeah back when back when back before we had cable it was just or even the internet it was like this episode of Pokemon is only gonna be available at like ten o'clock on a Monday night on a Monday morning. So could you please record it for mm-hmm. me, Mom? I gotta go to schoolsies. No, I remember like waking up late on Saturday and not getting to watch the episode of Yu-Gi-Oh and just being like, okay, well that's gone forever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I how the... the fuck will I ever watch this? It's <sighs> yeah, fucking I used to have the gone. Same thing. I'm gonna be so lost next week. <laughs> I remember I got really into uh, Zoids when it was airing on Toonami. Nice. And I would run home after school and then like... <laughs> what the fuck? Zoids. <laughs> what? That's the most interested I've ever heard you I want to go back and watch that show so bad. That we've but I can't about. find it anywhere. But yeah, yeah and then so I would like, I if something came up and it was like, oh, we, you know, you gotta go to your dentist appointment or something, it'd be like, well... I just missed that episode of Zoids. I won't know what happened. Well, fuck me forever. This is the I'll worst. I'll tune in next week, and I will have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and, to, and to that point, I tuned in the week after on Yu-Gi-Oh! And Teo was hanging out with penguins or something that... and talking to them. And, and that was not where they were <laughs> before. So to be fair, Moral I was... Of the story. I, I, why you, is Teo wearing Yugi's jacket? <laughs> why is she in the Arctic? Why is she talking to penguins? What? Her deck sucks ass. How did she win? She just went to Egypt. All right, cool. So, so you're right in in having been mad about miss about having missed out. Is what yes. You're saying. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, I was well justified. Yeah. 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 Was television the original free to play garbage? I know I didn't. Uh, I mean, I was a child, so I wasn't paying for it. That's a no, because you, you didn't you didn't micro the microtransactions never. Ex- I mean, gambling. And, but, and, like, remember the 1-800 numbers? Like, hey, call now for some kind of fucking en- englaved 
baseball card that when you s- scratch and sniff it, it, it cleans your ear. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like the people that were already watching that shit were already like suckered it anyway. So like, you know, like there, there was used to be a chance. I mean, there was a chance. I mean, I'm sure there still are. Now it's just integrated into our normal life. But there was a literal channel that people just kept on to fucking watch shit, like be displayed on a on a fucking lazy Susan, and then fu- and then they fucking called in and bought it. Like that's 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 bonkers. yeah, like the um the, like knives and like uh, blenders and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, rare jewels. Rare blenders. Oh man, I I I really hope if, when we grow an audience that some don't don't, don't kids... acknowledge we don't have an audience. <laughs> <laughs> We're three episodes into a podcast. We totally have thousands of viewers. Um, I I really hope yeah. like some millennial Fortnite kid is like listening to this. Like, what are they talking about? These old boomers. Seth, if you're listening, just know I it's okay no one meant to make fun of you yeah um i i i bought what okay i know we're getting off topic did you guys ever buy anything off of old 90s television ads uh no no. fuck all right i did so (laughs) (laughs) i don't i do i do have a story about my brother and i so i'll save it for after you tell yours Right. I also have a story, but 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 to answer your question, no. So I don't. I mean, I didn't spend the money because I was a kid, but I don't know why I I, I needed this so badly. Uh-huh. Uh, um, and like I bought I I bought from my mom about it like five times, and it was like yeah. after '98, so the Game Boy existed. I could have bothered yeah. her for Game Boy games. Yeah, yeah. But I I remember asking her more than once for <laughs> the first Kids Bop CD. Hell yes! And and the the, oh. the the cover of Blue by Eiffel ninety whatever whatever oh. from Kids Bop. I, I had I, that one when I when I went to the desert with my father when I was a kid <laughs> and I was bored out of my mind in just the oh. dead arid wasteland. Yes, where they went to ride motorcycles and and like destroyed flowers or whatever. I would just listen to a bunch of eight-year-olds scream <laughs> vaguely at a microphone positioned halfway across the room about Eiffel 65, and I felt less alone. So I never, uh, I, I never got the Kids Pop one, but I always got, uh, I had the one like the now that's what I call music one. Mm-hmm. That was the, just the collection. Like it wasn't the kids singing; it was just like the actual artists. Yeah, sure. I did have a couple of those, but I don't know if I ever got them directly off of the commercial it was off of the tv screen yeah there used to see kids there used to be the store the store called fye um and they actually sold physical copies of cds and movies and you could go in there at any time and buy them wait fye used to be around in the fucking 90s dude uh it was probably like that well that was probably like 2000s but like wherever wherever i got you know late Mid to late nineties was whatever music st- shop at the time. There's still one here in Orange County. Really? Yes. We had one for well, a long time and it closed down. Do you think it's going to survive our, our current pandemic? No. Is, there's no. There's so no fucking things. way. Is the so many is the is the uh, um, the appetite for as seen on television merchandise? so high in the year of our lord 20 and 20 <laughs> i i, I, I do still... yeah there's still that sort of like middle-aged 
person that stays at home most time maybe not middle-aged maybe slightly older than middle-aged who still watches like that's got to be who the target demographic is right it's they're not trying to aim at the like 20 something 30 somethings so they are the nippon ichi of knives and 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 that that weird cup that chops up your salad sure yes that that is that is what they need and the sham wow it yeah it, it, sure i i don't know what that word means but yes you don't know what the sham wow is. No, I know is, what the, I know what the sham wow is. I don't know what Nippon Nichi is. Oh, niece? It's, it's, Come on, dude. It's 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 a niche publisher of Japanese video games that Yeah. Um Chris, what's your story about the television? <laughs> my my story so uh my, mine's a little uh, embarrassingly my mine's a little uh like I wouldn't even say more recent. My mine mine goes further a little down the road than than TV. Um I was part of the renowned uh, anime-inspired mm-hmm. huh. forum known what? as Gaia Online. <laughs> yeah. And don't don't fucking shame me. I'm not and, shaming you. I'm into it. And and what and uh, in order to get like a they 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 had some pretty interesting money making schemes. Um, and I won't even uh, schemes. Eh, they they were trying to stay in business, but one of them. Was to send them five dollars, five dollars, and they and they will give you the special item of the month. So I, I must have been, I must have been in like eighth grade or something, pretty pretty young still, but um, but being being the the young fool that I was, I decided to 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 take uh five dollars uh and no, I did not ask my parents for a check. <laughs> no, I did not ask my parents to to do any form of like digital or paper payment. I took I believe two dollars in quarters, three dollars in dollar bills, and I applied a two stamps to the to the envelope and said, "Here you go, Gaia online." Here and I put my and and they told me to put my name in the envelope, like my username in the envelope, and I sent to them. I never fucking got it. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. blame, and I'm gonna blame uh, nobody but myself. That that's that's yeah, that's, 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 that's the, probably fair. Yeah, yeah. When, when I was a kid, we um, I ordered a uh, a Sonic the Hedgehog wristwatch out of a magazine, mm-hmm. and. Until about eight months ago, I thought it just never showed up. But mm. guess what I found in my garage when I was looking for my precursor orb? Oh, oh shit. shit. Jack and Daxter stream. Hell yeah. yeah. I don't know who... Because I never saw that thing when I was a <laughs> child. So someone, I don't know who, but someone intercepted that shit. And I spent all this time getting mad at Sega. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm mad at Sega anyway for other reasons, yeah, for, also for, related for to Sonic things. the Hedgehog, but not this particular thing. <laughs> they um, did not deserve this ire. I went on eBay and, and was like, "How much is this watch worth?" And it's like thirteen dollars. And it's like, "Well, I paid eight, so so if if we don't think profit. about inflation, then that's four dollars or hell yeah." So, there are some other things announced at this thing. Um, finally, the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel was announced. Yay! It has yeah. a real name. And the original I, I, one's I, being on PC now. That's I'm right. I forgot about that. super excited. Yeah. I'm going to replay it, and then... I guess if that's a release title, I'll probably have to get the PS5 on release. 
Hopefully I, I have time I, yeah. to play through the first one on PC again. I, 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 I'm still holding on to hope that Ratchet and Clank will be a launch title. Out of the things they announced, it's probably the only thing that could get me to buy it at launch. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, Horizon Zero Dawn, I... I haven't played it myself because Breath of the Wild came out. Breath of the Wild and Nier Automata came out yes. sandwiched around <laughs> that thing. So I mm. I am sorry for yeah, it was, down, but I did not have time for you. It was um, a very poor release window for that game. It was it released a week before Breath of the Wild, and I remember I tried to beat it in a week because I knew I would be playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah. 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 And I never managed to do it. Breath of the Wild took a, over my life. What a yeah. fucking month that was, man. Yeah. Um, it was a great month. So, uh, some other stuff. There was Hitman 3, which I, I just... Hitman 2 has super cocaine, um, <laughs> so I appreciate it. <sighs> that game looks... Like, I had a lot of fun playing some of the random missions in that game uh, when they, like, put out one of the missions out for free. Uh, like, Hitman 2 was weirdly episodic, um, at yeah. least at the beginning. Um, I'm mostly just happy for IO that they get to make Hitman however they want. They just <laughs> get to and, keep doing it as yeah. a passion project. Because Hitman Two, like it's it seemed like it was so hampered by the weird business around it, and I, I hope I hope they nail it because Hitman mm-hmm. seems like the, the Hitman the new Hitman seems like a really cool thing. Hmm. Um, I already talked about Jeff. Um. So th- there was no Silent Hill, which I did not think there would be. <laughs> although, not surprised at all. Although about eight months ago, Masahiro Ito tweeted the words "Rest in peace, Pyramid Head," which obviously means that he's going to make a new Silent Hill. Because he said that if, he, <laughs> that if he made a new Silent Hill, he was going to fucking murder Pyramid Head at the beginning because Konami did him dirty. But um, maybe in August, the leakers are saying it'll be in August. The, the August, liars, baby. The liars who knew nothing about the Dead by Daylight shit. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, but there was a horror game at uh, that wasn't Resident Evil 8 on the Sony show. The makers of Octopus Father or whatever are making oh, a game yeah. called Bug Snacks. Wait. And that was the most unsettling fucking trailer. Oh, yeah. That what? I have ever seen. That was so what? weird. I just go. I cannot get do it justice. Just I. I can only re- like, try to express the fear that I was feeling. <laughs> what? Just you go are, watch the trailer for Bug Snacks. If you're listening okay. to this podcast right now, pause it. Go to YouTube. Watch the trailer for Bug Snacks. It oh, is bizarre. Okay. It, it's crazy. I'll watch this during our break, yeah, but this definitely. does not bode well I, for my sanity. Like, the only people who were allowed to make a thing that goddamn creepy is the folks that made Octopus Dad or whatever that thing was called. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Octodad? Um, Octodad, thank you. Because uh, that, that thing, man, I, w- I was genuinely freaked out. Like I, But it wasn't uh, even, like, creepy. It was, like, happy. It was so unsettling, though. I, I don't know. There was something about it that was fundamentally wrong. Um, those strawberries had eyeballs. Was it anyway. Was it the fact that there was animals running around eating cute, cuddly versions of food? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, just... Strawberries aren't... I know they're alive, but they don't move. <laughs> they don't have eyeballs I, I don't know. It, mouths? It, it was, yeah. It was wrong. It was like, you know, I, I basically live in a world where it's foggy all the time and everyone's sad. Mm. I basically live in Silent Hill. I don't yeah. live in a world 
where fucking strawberries are running around. And, like, when I eat a strawberry, it's not trying to get out, which, like, I know those ones are. It's fucked up. Don't, don't do that to the strawberries, man. <laughs> don't give them life so I can take it. <laughs> um, so th- those were the things that I wrote down um, from the Sony show. Um, there were a few other shows. There was the PC Gaming Expo where, hey, yo, Persona 4, everything I say happens. It came out on, on June 13th. Mm, yep. um, and then I streamed it, and it was fun. I, haven't um, got a, I picked it up. I haven't got around to playing it, but I will play it eventually. I, I was surprised by how much fun I had because that's yeah. a very old game, and I did not like 5 very much. Awesome. That's good. Uh, <laughs> happy to hear that. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to playing it. So the only thing I wrote down from the IGN Expo was, uh, do you guys remember this game called 13? Uh, uh, like came out on the GameCube. It had a really cool cel-shaded yeah, style. Yeah, I do remember that. Wow. Based wow. on a Belgian graphic novel. Yeah, um, I never played it. Had David Duchovny as, as the lead. It. What? Um, it's getting a remake. What? Oh, cool. Which I don't know how I did not catch that. Um, well, like when it happened, I only caught it when I was finding oh. the other news. I've seen this cover before. Yeah, That's weird. It's like weirdly cell shaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like when you yeah. shoot a dude in the head, it like pops up a comic book frame of that dude's head getting shot in from super up close. Okay, even That's though it's a fir- cool. even though it's a first person shooter, like it's it's very stylish. I remember not finishing it because I got super bored, but when it was on, it was really cool, and I hope. I hope they nail it because that thing had a really had some shit going for it. Yeah, it's certainly <laughs> unique. It came out. I remember it came out during a time where like that cell shading look was like super popular, and I remember much like I despise pixel art right now. I back in the day, I despised cell shading. I was gonna say I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because two games that were near and dear to me happened to be cell shaded. I think cell shading looks good. I don't, I don't know. Maybe my eyes are stupid. What were those two and games? Maybe, maybe Tales of Symphonia and Dragon Ball Z Budokai mm-hmm. ah. just mm-hmm. ruined it for me <laughs> and made me think, well, maybe. these are good, and, and, and they're basically one massive pixel, so mm-hmm. um, it, this this looks dope, but yeah. I love I, it. As a as a partaker in the anime games, uh, I believe yes. I, I believe cell shading is, is, is a healthy... Is a healthy life to live. Um, <laughs> it didn't. I, but... I feel like cell shading didn't overstay its welcome, though. Did? Did not. Oh, did not. Uh, I think some games still do it, and they still do it pretty well. Yeah. Right? I, like, if you do cell shading now, it's usually for a stylistic reason, whereas back then it was just sort of a trend. <laughs> I think it was uh, a cheap way to look cool. Yeah. But uh, but but then again, like making video games is expensive. Right. Well, that's <laughs> kind of what the um, uh, pixel art is nowadays, because it's like it's very very expensive to make yeah. you know detailed three D animation. But yeah, if you put up a cross grid and you fill in pixels with solid color, well, it's pretty easy, or it's easier, I should say. <laughs> Yeah, I I do think it takes a lot of work to make those yeah, fucking yeah, sure. sprites, though. To make it, to make it good. one guy in their basement and not 50 guys in their basement. Right. Yeah. It really, so. really good pixel art that has really good animation can look really lovely. But, like, when an indie game developer just, like, shits thing, like, just shits something out, like, ah, fuck it, we don't care. Just get anybody to fucking make pixel art. It looks terrible and just looks <laughs> rushed and gross. 
I like it because I, I miss it. Like we're going to talk about in a little bit with the childhood games. I miss games looking like shit, not being an obstacle to games being made. <laughs> and um, like, I, I don't know. There are a lot of types of things that we have lost because the, the volume of content that you would need to make for them is just not sustainable because making assets for like AAA games now is so big. Like there have been less than five eighty-hour AAA uh, Japanese RPGs over the last generation. At least that's how it feels to me. Yeah. And <laughs> like I, maybe maybe that's because they deserve to die. But I, I, I still love. Well, I don't know that I love them. Maybe they just held me hostage when I was a kid. I guess we'll get into it. <laughs> um, did you... Do you guys remember when Dragon Ball Z Budokai went to the GameCube and they took the cell shading out? No, I don't. I, I it, never played those look, games. Didn't it look butt awful? There, there are, like, there are screenshots of the GameCube version of Dragon Ball Z Budokai that, like, <laughs> I swear to God, you cannot tell the difference between Vegeta's crazy widow's peak and an actual butt. <laughs> like, like there is just no feature that you can use to determine is this a butt like you, you know the fucking joke in arrested development where they, they think that it's like th that the, the 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 family has some kind of missile silo in iraq and it turns out that it's just a really close-up picture of genitals like there's no <laughs> way to tell there is no resolution there's no features that you can look at to to make a d distinction vegeta's hair or butt which is it uh it's sh vegeta's schrodinger's hairline Schrodinger's Vegeta's hairline ass yeah. ringers yeah did, did you did you happen to catch the the indie game showcase the future games or whatever was that the one where there was a there was a game that had a trailer that was mimicking the Death Stranding trailer but it was just a naked old dude and it was a game called just die already about old people uh, I don't remember that one. That is awful. That is that is definitely a game that exists, and yeah, that 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 definitely exists. I do not have any notes from from the indie game show. Though. Uh, the only the only thing I wrote down was because uh, I whenever I go into those things, I'm always like, everything's gonna be this like heady pixel art platformer, and it's gonna have like symphonic music, and it's gonna be like, you know, it's gonna be like a typical indie game. But I was really shocked to see like. Okay, there's there there was two different types of developers. There was that where it was like we're making a, a heady, uh, side-scrolling platformer about depression, and then the other type of developer was the like we're not like other indie developers. We curse and we make violent games, and like it was so jarring watching the two like compete. Like here's the you know the pixel art thing, and then here's the fucking crazy demonic like death thing um but i, I, I think i i think that summarizes where um where indie games are at right now it's just like okay so we gotta do is we gotta do either two things we gotta either be the cutest furries that you've ever seen <laughs> or we gotta be the most violent shit that you would never show yeah. your mother well it's kind With, of like like, there is an audience for the, the heady side-scrolling thing about depression, but it's not a wide-scale audience. So it's nice that 
things like that have found a place that they can get made because they're not going to sell millions of copies worldwide because not everyone's going to be interested in that sort of thing because people need to buy the new call of duty god damn you need to play the new fucking warzone dude it's free dude play warzone dude play fucking warzone call of duty so my it, mom told me that I should play the new Call of Duty. Everyone she is just like, like, your brother was so happy when he was playing it. You should try it. I swear he would win <laughs> and he'd be jumping up and down. It's like, I, mom, you, you've heard me play MLB the show, right? Like when I strike out, I fucking throw shit. <laughs> I don't need to get shot by stranger uh, children. Yeah, every everyone's just like, bro, did you play Warzone yet? No, I don't have. I, I'm not gonna play Warzone, dude. I think you really enjoy Warzone, bro. Play Warzone with me, dude. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna play Warzone. Um, but it's interesting because, uh, while I was watching the indie games showcase, I didn't see a lot of, like, pixel art, the, like, garbage-looking, like, shovelware pixel art. They, mm-hmm. I, I saw a lot of games that looked like games, I, I felt like this was good tying into our topic for later. I saw a lot of games that looked like games that I played when I was a kid, but they obviously looked better because there's better technology, um, but it looked like there was, like, 3D platformers and there was, like, different styles of games. Like, when I think indie game, I, I instantly think of, like, a pixel art side-scrolling platformer that's, like, super zoomed out. Uh, but there were games that looked like they would be on, like, the N64 or, like, the PlayStation 1 or even the PlayStation 2. And I was like, oh, shit. And I started thinking about it. And it's like, we now have the technology that, like, people that are just completely inexperienced with making games can, like, jump in and, like, start making stuff. So the yeah. advancement in technology is sort of like, I sort of see it as like now the the indie development teams are sort of going back through the past and they're kind of going through the trends again. Like they went through the NES, the you know the the pixel art side scrolling action games, and now they're kind of moving into like the second generation of consoles where they're getting to like the the N sixty four and the PlayStation one sort of era. And now you're just, like one of the games just straight up looked like a Mega Man game, so now yeah, you're that, like, kind of in your the the indie game realm has moved up a generation along with the AAA studios. So it's really interesting yeah, I, going back and seeing them like because they're they're doing new takes on it because they've learned things from the past of gaming, like the lessons that we've learned, which I guess we can talk a little bit later. Um, but like how cameras work and how what rules and like things you don't do that you exclude so it'll be interesting seeing how indie games sort of develop over time yeah i have two things to say to that so one when super meat boy first came out i i i said back then and i've been saying it ever since like super meat boy was obviously like super mario brothers but in a new context like it's literally got the same initials um, I want indie Jack and Daxter. I, I want yeah, and like it kind of sort of exists already with ukulele and Hat in Time. Um, yeah, but those are but, like heavily crowdfunded and stuff like that. I guess I guess uh, yeah. Hat in Time would be the closest. Yeah, uh, but like I, I want I want like you said, Brian. I want the technology and the tools to be there for folks that are not like like. You, get it to a point where you don't need an entire team to make that stuff so you can like crystallize a cool idea and make it work on that scale i'm excited for it as we get further and further along there's a guy the second thing i would say is that there's a there's someone i follow on twitter named puppet combo um he made uh he made power drill massacre um and a bunch of other weird little indie 
horror things on the PC that just look like old PS1 games. Um, like there was uh, a um, a game jam that was just like, hey, just get your shitty looking PS1 horror game going. And like and, and Puppet Combo 2, your point, Brian, about cameras, like he was literally going through and showing like, hey, like here are like the four different cameras I use for my next game. And he straight up called one of them like the Silent Hill camera. Like, because the, the camera in Silent Hill is kind of alive and it's trying to, like, disorient you as you move through the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's really interesting, and, and I I am excited to see where that goes. At the, at, while also, um, like seeing how far we can push this space with hopefully without just working thousands of people to dust. To, to make the shiny new thing yeah we really as an industry like fans of the industry we really need to push back against uh like crunch hours speaking of which um so outside of the trade shows the um the embargo for the last of us 2 dropped mm. oh yeah i had heard about that the last of a us lot of two a lot of people have have opinions about a game they haven't played yeah um <laughs> i <sighs> I don't know. I, I a lot of people in my circles are very angry for a bunch of different reasons. Um I don't like for me, I've said this before, I'm not interested in a game. Like Neil Druckmann has gone out there and said, like, hey, this is a game about hatred. It's like, cool, that's great. You guys do your thing. I don't need that right now. I, I don't I don't mm. wanna be a murder girl fueled by hate. That's not where that's not where my headspace needs to go in this moment. Yeah. You the, guys um, make your thing, but the original creator or the original writer, I guess, or whoever, uh, it's a different person now, right? I could not tell you. I believe the no, writer I changed. Think, I believe maybe a writer changed, but I thought Neil Druckmann was the guy. Is he not the guy? I I, I would have to do some research. I I, I just read like a small snippet of someone talking about it uh i don't know um i i i have no intentions of playing it just because i mean the first one was fun but it didn't like capture me i i i know that's suicidal to admit on the internet but me and chris were i think both enthralled by that game kind of for different reasons um Mm -hmm. that game's opening is still one of the most like tense it is a very i do remember that it was a very good opening and that's what drew me in initially and then it sort of lost me later on and i can definitely see that like the opening doesn't like like they don't really go exactly that route again probably like the beginning of the post-apocalypse is always the scariest part because Mm -hmm. once it kind of settles like it your expectations kind of change a little bit but I don't know, like, I, I was enthralled by the first game's ending. I will probably Google what happens. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not in that headspace. I want to play baseball and get mad right, that's about a... baseball. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. These are the things I want to get mad about. Um, <laughs> you fucking yeah, assholes, I... <laughs> just pay the player. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's a little, it's it's a little different. And, like definitely definitely the promote like the promotion for the last of us was a lot brighter than the promotion seems to be for the last of us 2 yeah it definitely seems like it's a darker game 
Yeah, the when when you first see The Last of Us, it's it's like I, I remember seeing the original IGN or not IGN, uh the the original like E three trailer and it was and like I was captivated. I was really excited for that game. Um but but like there's a lot of like daylight and there's a lot of like fighting uh you know like protection in the fighting that you do and there's a lot of like you know coming up against guys that that mean to do you harm and there are giraffes in the middle of a city that was sort of the like the the contrast though is because like yeah like joel is the guy like he lived through it and then it's Mm -hmm. ellie right yeah yeah um you know, there's like the hope thing because you like you find out immediately. Like, like I'm pretty sure they say it in the trailer where it's like, oh, she got bit, but she's immune. So there's like hope that there's yeah. a cure for this thing. And then like Joel is like showing her things like when they come across them, you know. And there's like the scene where they're listening to the old country music and the beat up truck and like the giraffe yeah. in the like by the like spires and stuff. So th- uh-huh. there was always a sort of like a theme of like there's hope, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Whereas the second one but, has sort of been, hey, do you want to be a lesbian that murders a bunch of people? Like that's their entire uh, advertising so far. Yeah. I want and, to counter that, but I literally can't. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm certain there is a lot more to that game, but that's the only two things that I've heard about that game at all and, and like if you yeah. if you watch the trailers that they showed like those are the two things that they showed yeah yeah um like like lots of lots of just brutal ass murder and, and and i don't know like that game's ending subverts a lot of the hope in a way that yeah. like i was hurt by that game's ending like i remember talking to chris and being like no yeah they fucked up the end of this game is bad and he had to talk me down it's like no they hurt you with the. They did their job. Was, yeah. Oh no! I, I got they made owned. You feel. So, <laughs> uh, in in writing, typically the trilogy, the second one is the darkest. So in the first, like, so if you look at Star yeah, Wars, dark middle chapter, baby. Yeah, exactly. They they, they cannot do a, a trilogy of. Oh, if they if they do, no, they're gonna the do one... it, and then it's gonna end. It's gonna be the first of us. No. <laughs> The world yeah, begins you with have, you. you know, oh, the first man. one is the is the hero's journey. The second one is the dark chapter, and then the third one is the victory. No, no, like I'm I'm sorry, like they can't they can't do a Star Wars with the last. Of I Us. I, like, I'm, I'm I don't think they need to, but that's that's my theory. <laughs> they they no I, no. I'm willing to put the I'm willing to put my flag down. They are definitely making a third one. I, I yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll if the second decade, one does well, do if the second one does well, they there's no reason for them not to. Yeah. And if it doesn't do well, then I'd argue there's even more reason because like so like I don't know that there's ever been like a a a second party first party relationship like Naughty Dog and Sony kind of ever. <laughs> like like before them. Like, yeah, like yeah. Naughty Dog has such massive faith. Like cuz when Last of Us came out, it it was very different than a lot of the other things that were going on at the time. Like yeah, it, it it was prestige television, but in a video game, like that that was not happening yet. Yeah, um, yeah. The Last of Us as like a TV show would have been phenomenal. Uh, HBO. Uh, I'm yeah, pretty I mean, sure they. I'm it. pretty sure yeah. they teased it. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they they have announced oh, okay. a show about the Fireflies. Um, yeah. Eh, okay. Yeah. I I don't know. We talked a whole lot about a game that I, Chris. Are you gonna play it? I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a lot about a game that the three of us are not going to play. I I don't need that dark of shit in my life right now. 
right? Here, like, I will... What I... if I find the plot summary when that game comes out and we react to it? And we, we have we a have spoiler summary. Right, I'd be down. That'd... Just have that'd a massive spoiler warning over the whole thing. I'd that'd be, be totally... I'd be funny. down. Yeah, that that, that sounds like cool. the right kind of stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Um. um I, I just yeah. I definitely I I booted up uh, The Last of Us one recently, and and I got I got a couple hours in. Um, but like, at, at a certain point, I was just like, I don't. I kind of don't need this much darkness in my life right now. And this was before like uh some like re- some like current events were happening. You know, as opposed to the other giant current event happening right now. Yeah, in the, the, in... the crisis on multiple Earths instead of the crisis on infinite Earths. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that's what I was. Um, that that's where my headspace was, and I still don't think I'm there. I don't. I don't think I'm quite there to be like, ah, yes, let me brutally murder people and with dogs. anger and frustration and what? And dogs, you murder dogs. That's true. Ugh. Every fucking review has been like, I didn't want to murder the dogs, but I Man. I felt like I had to. 9.8 out of 10. <laughs> that uh, that that could be another deep dive. We're just coming up with topics today. I, I don't know. I have such crazy disconnect. Um, uh, like, I want to say suspension of disbelief, but that's not quite it. Like, like disconnect and like, like emotional disconnect from like media that I watch or consume. Mm-hmm. Uh, like people always like like when a, do- a dog dies like in a show or a movie or something like everyone gets like super emotional and like i get emotional but like i realize like it's not a real dog like it's just a movie and then like when you like kill a dog in a video game i'm like i know it's not a real dog this is a thing for me to kill but i don't i don't have that like you know middle-aged facebook mom that's like video games desensitized you like if it was a real dog i'm not gonna kill it but I don't know. I I just have like such crazy disconnect from media. I can only feel things when I'm playing video games. So yeah, there's that. The yeah. only thing it, it it's one of it's one of my discussion topics. The only thing that has ever made me feel to the point of like physical change was uh, Violet Evergarden on Netflix. Oh yeah. I I that show made me cry like a bitch. Like. Yeah. Just imagine a 30-year-old man. Oh, I was like 25 at the time, just sitting in his chair, just mm-hmm. fucking bawling. I I've never that was the first time I'd ever cried at anything like that. And like movies, mm. like the saddest movies, the saddest games, the saddest TV shows, the darkest whatever. The only time I've ever cried during media is watching that show. Hmm. You guys want to know what made me cry last week? What, sure. what made you cry? The like, news. It, it, this was a this was a very much a, a, la, a straw that co- broke the camel's back situation. I'm not gonna sit here and say that this one thing led me to just it, start weeping. It's just it's been it usually is the the small thing that's everything because you're thinking about all those other things that happens to me all the time. Yeah. yeah, I I was going through the list of new tuned cards in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> You, okay. And they were not it. good. I knew and it. And it was like I was waiting for this was gonna be the thing. This was oh. gonna be the good news, and all these cards suck. Oh, and then just baby. and then just a fucking wall dropped. I don't. And then I called my boss. I was like, I'm gonna just not work today. I... You were supposed to save us, Anakin, <laughs> not destroy I us. I don't mean to laugh at you, but I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Dude, harpies, ladies, I knew bullshit. It. 
Uh, two sorry. bookmark and fuck you. I'm I already sorry, have two table of contents. Were what you thought uh, they were. This can't thin my deck. I also apologize that baseball is stupid. It's I I I resigned to not being able to see my dad this year a long time ago. I like I I, I pers- just because if we have a shortened season in the MLB that can only make it more likely the Padres win a bullshit <laughs> World Series, and. If if all we get out of 2020 is the Padres won a World Series by like going 20 and 35 and then winning the postseason, <laughs> then fuck it, I'll take it. Hell yeah. <laughs> as Congratulations a, to the Padres. As a hockey fan that has the exact same thing happen to him like every couple years, I I feel your pain. <laughs> uh, thankfully, the the uh, the uh, I forget what the Players Association for Hockey is. The NHL Players Association and the NHL came to an agreement. Uh, they're gonna have sanctuary cities where they they play their twenty four game playoff series. Oh wow! Um, and they also, with with current events, they also uh, implemented a, uh, uh, a I, I guess it's a committee or something for um, like player racial discrimination. I I don't know exactly what they do. I haven't done any research in it. It felt like it was kind of scrapped together, so I'm a little worried that it's either going to A, be, like, completely useless and have no power, or B, it's going to, like, have too much. So I want to do some more research and see, like, exactly what it does. But it's being headed by Evander Kane, who is a San San Jose Shark, so yay my team, I guess. Yay. Uh, But that's a good thing. I wish every commissioner could have a commissioner like the NBA commissioner. Uh, oh is the nba commissioner really good yeah uh, why can't we have a commissioner that like wants the game to not die yeah like the fucking mlb commissioner is like why does everyone mad about this piece of metal referring to the world series trophy the astros fucking cheated to win oh yeah (laughs) fucking dumbass the the nhl the nhl commissioners are he he's like back and forth like during the last lockout he was just like completely unreasonable but then like in between he usually does things that are like okay but it's it's still just like what the fuck are you doing gary bettman what are you doing (laughs) but this time during the COVID and during the uh, recent events um i mean obviously he he greenlighted the uh committee or whatever it's going to be called like i said i'll do some more research into it but like that came out really really quick um a lot of players have been outspoken which like in a good way like not in like a just like calling for blood sort of way it's been very very pleasant to watch um and then having the the response to the covid and like reopening up and like how they tweaked the playoff settings to make it more fair and like a lot of people were really worried like hey we were on the cusp of making the playoffs but you know there was like 20 games left or whatever like anything could have changed so they did instead of doing 16 teams they did 24 so they included all of the teams that were like likely to make it into the playoffs. Oh, I miss sports. Same. Um, <laughs> so, do you guys have any other quick bits of news? I have two more little bits. Uh, no. Down. Do we want to rapid fire those so that we can get through the the week catch up? Because I don't want you to stay too too long over time. Yeah. So, the uh, Chris, anything? Um, the uh, Ichio. Um. Mm, yes. BLM like uh, bundle for racial equality. Uh, oh yeah, and injustice uh, made eight million dollars. I remember seeing a tweet dollars. that they were gonna probably miss their mark. Uh, their mark was five million, right? Or was it two? Oh, was it? 
at the very beginning when I when I dropped <laughs> in on them, it was one. Okay. Million. Oh, I could. Yeah, I could see that. It was so five dollars. I think for the entire pack. Yes. Yeah. I, minim- minimum. Five. I didn't recognize. I don't think I recognize. Oh, I didn't look at the entire thing. I don't think I recognized a single game from that list. But it's cool not, that it exists. There are You're not supposed you know. to. That's not. The, yeah. That's not the point. Well, that's the cool that it to, like. Yeah. The it, point is to like. It was see a all way indie games. to get. Yeah, all of these just like nondescript, like unknown indie yeah. games out there, like. If you take everything else aside and you just look at that fact, like that's a really cool uh, sort of operation. But on you know on top of that, like the donations and stuff, like, yeah, that's a ton of money. That's really cool. Yeah, I don't I don't believe in working for exposure, but like that that's a cool way to do it. Yeah, it certainly really does. Cool maybe cause. maybe some of the games like wouldn't have nearly uh, obviously wouldn't have nearly as many uh, uh, owners. So that's always a really cool thing. Yeah. So it's it's like it. Good job, yeah. people. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, like like once every two and a half years, something happens in the space of video games that doesn't make me feel terrible. <laughs> every yeah, Man. every every once in a while, something happens where it's like that's like, like the, the, not the third terrible. AGDQ, um, that might have been the last one, but yeah, no. Occasionally, we do something right in this space. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Sometimes we get, um. Xeno Saga to come out in America. Yay. <laughs> Just normalizing, bothering publishers mm-hmm. until they do what we say. If you it's yell like... and make enough noise, change will happen. Square put out Hanjuku Hero Tie 3D on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> so that five everyone people, writes Square everyone, about five Hanjuku Hero Tie 3D on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> Tell them to put it out on the Vita. Okay, um, so the only other piece of news that I had was Akumi Nakamura, who uh, was the creative director on that th- thing that Shinji Mikami's making, Ghost Light, Ghost Town, mm. the, the game with the finger guns that was that was shown. Um, fuck. Anyway, uh, she she had the uh, the really big presence on the Bethesda E three stage a few a few years ago. Um, Anyway, she's she is apparently pitching a new Okami at Capcom. Oh neat! Whoa. And Capcom has had a really good track record lately. They've been doing yeah. a lot of good work in a lot of weird spaces. So. I like Capcom. The past couple of years has has given getting gotten the thumbs up from me. They've done some good work. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, 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 okay. I, so hopefully that works out. Uh, she she was one of the original like artists on Okami. She has that history. Um. Her stock rose a lot after that E3, at least like in the public eye. Um, so yeah, hopefully that works out. That would be dope. Yeah, I've never played uh, the the first one, but I know that's like a huge cult classic. Okay, using cult so, loosely. Yeah, what's that? Uh, the only, the last little bit of news is apparently there's something called Jump Rope Adventure on the Switch that someone at Nintendo made in like a day. I don't. It was it was announced today. I don't know. Um, Jump Rope Adventure. Go play it. I think I think you hold the Joy Cons like a jump rope and you start moving. Oh, I think the okay. entire right. thing. Is hey, like, you know what? Get active. You could do it inside quarantine. Move your goddamn bodies. Yeah, I need, um, I've been trying to get up and stretch and walk around. I've just been pacing my house, trying to like <laughs> my my hips and like upper legs were like starting to get sore a couple days ago. So I'm like, I need to fucking move. Yeah. Yeah, we have an elliptical in this house, and and I used it 
once two and a half weeks ago after eating brownies in the morning and I threw up. No, that's not a good and idea. Then I, <sighs> and then I used it six days later for like ten minutes, and I didn't eat brownies beforehand, so I didn't throw up. But good. Uh, my legs had a hard time supporting the rest of my body, mm-hmm. and I keep saying I'm going to do it. Then mm. that's where that story ends. Um, so catch up time, real quick, quicker than normal, maybe. Who Brian, wants, what have you been doing? Who wants to start? Okay, I I didn't play video games this week, but I watched two movies. Ooh. Um, and I I I feel like talking about both of them simultaneously is beneficial. So if you are interested in like film theory in the way that I am, uh, these two films back to back is interesting because it's kind of a like do this don't do this sort of thing um so i watched ad astra which is the one with brad pitt it which is it's basically gravity slash um interstellar Mm. and then i watched the lighthouse which is by the guy who made the witch Mm -hmm. is it weird that i've seen gravity no, no, I like uh, with Sandra Bullock. I don't watch movies. Why did I watch Oh, that that, is, that that I liked that movie. I, actually, I, I mean, once you preface it with that, why did you watch Gravity of all? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I remember, like, like she gets to Earth, and it's like, wait, how, no, that's not, that's bullshit. Anyway, it was about the adventure and her survival. Okay, yeah. so yeah, was... I, I'm 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 interested in what you have to say about these fucking movies. So you have... I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a hint. One of these was my favorite movie of last year. Oh, so. really? So go, so go ahead. No, you're you're. No, I will you're, tread you're lightly. Now. <laughs> um. So you have, you have Brad Pitt, and then you have Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. in the two. Those are the two movies. So in 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 Brad Pitt at Astra, um, it does the thing that every every fucking Hollywood movie does, where like it starts off with a black screen and then text scroll. You know, where it's like in the year twenty one thirty seven. Uh, man has fucking done this and so there's like a giant space needle and it's like so it's mm-hmm, like prefacing mm-hmm. it and then like the first thing you hear is brad pitt doing a monologue like a a, yeah. a voiceover and it, it it's it's just sort of, it's a very like telling the audience like this is what's happening it doesn't like show you mm-hmm. anything it's just like you you learn all of brad pitt's motivations and his character through his sure. his his voiceover um, which is, you know, clearly when you watch like like Blade Runner, you, there's the two different versions. There's the one where Harrison Ford does the voiceover, and then there's the theatrical cut or the the mm-hmm. director's cut where he doesn't have the voiceover, and you just sort yeah. of learn everything organically. Yeah. So then on the other side, the lighthouse, it it, it is shot in glorious four by three, like one p, maybe like one and a half p, and it's black and white. In the first, like, ten minutes of the film, there's not a single piece of dialogue. It's just, you see the two main characters on a boat, and they come up to the the shore of this, like, island off of the coast of Maine, and there's a lighthouse on it. And then they get off, they, like, they have their bags and stuff, and then you get, like, some really good establishing shots of the island and, like, the compound. Mm-hmm. And then you see two more men who don't talk to them, and they have bags, and then they, they walk past them... And then they get on the boat, and then they push the boat off into the water, and then they leave. And then you get a close-up of the two characters establishing who they are as they look into the, you know, the compound. And they don't say anything, they just go inside. And then they have a couple shots of, like, the, the inside of the compound and, like, where they sleep. And, um, and I'm pretty sure there's no dialogue until that night 
where they sit down to eat and then the one character played by Willem Dafoe asks a question or no he he says he doesn't say grace he mm-hmm. he starts with like a sailor's like motto or like an oath or something and then that's yeah. like the first piece of dialogue and so you you learn the story through visual storytelling because it's like you don't know what's happening but it's like oh okay these two men are going to this island and these two other men are leaving okay so these men are you know it's a shift change and you're assuming it's for like an extended period of time because they brought bags and like equipment with them um and so you get that just from watching whereas in ad astra it's like brad pitt is telling you like hey i'm an engineer on the space elevator and mm-hmm. I'm going outside to do this thing. So you're like, oh, okay, yeah. It, uh, yeah, sure, I'm on it. But you don't need that when you do yeah. visual storytelling because you, you come up with that on your own and it, it mm-hmm. rewards the viewer for paying attention. Whereas in like a Hollywood movie, like it's just going to be, the actor's just going to tell you what they're doing so you can turn your brain off. Yeah. Um, no, no. Uh, the lighthouse is super fucking cool. Was that I, was that your your favorite movie of last year? Yes. <laughs> so so was that your uh, your favorite movie of last year? Was the lighthouse? It was it was my favorite movie. Of last okay. Year. Can, was, can, can you imagine if my favorite movie was fucking? I was, was I was Ad yeah Astra, I, I did like, I was I was pretty sure you would lean more towards uh, the lighthouse. I did really really enjoy. I really loved it when Brad Pitt. Just told, just me, told exactly me everything was that was happening. On. I actually really enjoyed Ad Astra until halfway through. The first half sure. of Ad Astra is very good. Other than sure. like the, the trope, like the, I wouldn't say tropes, but like the pitfalls that Hollywood movies fall into because it's, it's, it's probably committee think where they're like, they see like an initial screening of the movie and they're like, I don't know what's going on. Have Brad Pitt talk. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if, I felt like if you took out the the voiceover, it would have been a lot better, and you could have understood the movie. But obviously, they need to have it in there. Um, yeah, but a so, lot so of the of, mm-hmm. a lot of like the motivations and like the payoff or the uh, the setups don't get paid off in the second half of the the movie. So a lot of is just like like why did you include this scene you could have cut this scene out you could have and then added something else towards the second half mm-hmm. that would have explained some stuff uh, but i don't feel like you need any of that in the lighthouse the lighthouse is um it is esoteric and dark <laughs> um and there's a lot of very good themes that are explored through it that you're just like it, it's just weird there's a very light sprinkle of uh <laughs> cosmic horror and mm-hmm. like myth yeah i read the plot summary just now where you guys were talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah was it yeah. your favorite movie of 20 of 2019 no that's sonic the hedgehog but i <laughs> what was that last i don't fu- d- probably i, I think sonic know. was this year dude yeah, i don't I think know sonic was movie. time yeah, is what no I, longer the incredibles 2 probably i think that was I last year that maybe i'll have to watch that but um um, I think that was 2018. But yeah, fucking goddamn it! <laughs> Are we supposed to read the Dark Tower? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is this: these lobsters look weird. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, read the Dark Tower. The Lighthouse is a, a movie that's, uh, as the director to quote him, he said it's more about the questions it raises than the actual like payoff and the answers. 
Yeah. Oh, well. Which is a typical fuck you. sort of... If, if you're going to write a story, write your story, man. I don't, it's <laughs> no, it think. was... Uh, the story itself was a very good story. It was a very uh, clean, small story about two men yeah. slowly losing their mind trapped on an island, basically. Yeah, I mean, if someone complained to me that the story was lacking in... in uh, the lighthouse. I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with them. No, it, I, it's I, a very simplified story, so yeah. that you have a clean slate in order to um, explore the themes that the director yeah. wanted to to explore. But, but like, but again, so many of those themes are told through like fucking atmosphere, yeah. right? And like, which, but, so, which is which is like what movies are fucking about, yeah. right? Well, that like, that, that more, was my biggest yeah. point with the visual storytelling. Um, it, you know, the the intro is just a, an example that you know there's no there's yeah. no intro text, there's no dialogue. It's just exactly you learn yeah. the story. I, I agree through the through the movie. You don't you're not told it, and that happens throughout the movie. Yeah. If I watch movies, I might watch this one. I I, I own Knives Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Knives Out is also a good time. I like it's not. I, I, I did watch Parasite. Was that in 2019? Uh, that was. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's my favorite movie of 2019. Oh, nice. I but... have to get around to watching that. I heard it's very good. It's fucking good, dude. It's um, it's on the Hulu's. Watch that shit. So it's... there was I one. It on a plane. <laughs> there was one more point I wanted to make about Ad Astra. Have you guys seen Ad Astra? No, I have not. I don't watch but, uh, movies, but okay. I know, I know, I know. Sexy Brad Pitt is, is Brad Pitt's in it. Brad, Brad Pitt, he's a good, he's a good actor. His dad in space. Yeah, basically, the plot is um, he thinks his dad, his dad was like a famous famous astronaut, and then he became an astronaut too. That's fine. Um, uh, his dad was on a. They added the Astra. Yeah, exactly. They added the Astra. Dad um, Astra. <laughs> his dad originally was on a mission to go to Neptune. In order to have a like a relay station for them to like search for life and other Fuck that. What? Why would we go to Neptune? I don't know, dude. It's a Hollywood movie. There's don't question it. Because there. it's Hollywood, it, it you was just, It was the furthest like it was a faraway planet and they were just gonna they were just gonna orbit it and then they were gonna shoot rays into other galaxies looking for mm. life. Mm, you uh, do that from here. I, yeah, I know, Pluto's dude. Too far. There, listen, let's not do Pluto. Any of the information there is that's gonna a come lot. from Neptune to here is gonna have to go at the same speed. We might as well just fucking send it to Correct. Earth. Correct. Uh, don't, no, don't, no, don't get me wrong. The science of this movie is bullshit, <laughs> but it's a movie. It was like I said, it was very good for the first half, and then the second half just completely lost me. So, I do you guys want me to spoil it, or do you want me to use the uh, the me- not the metaphor, but like an ex- a separate example using a different movie that doesn't spoil it. I already read it. the plot summary. Oh, so. okay. Uh, um, like, yeah, I, I think I think just like kind of listing the grievance could could be good. We we are we're, we're on we're on recap number one of our weeks. Fair, you know. Okay. Oh fuck this last sentence. <laughs> oh my god. What? Fuck you! This movie's dumb. Put it in uh, Discord if you don't want to say it. But anyway, okay, so very quickly... Very quickly... Character motivations were just fucking off. So imagine imagine a scene from Mission Impossible. You got Tom Cruise, right? And then, like, they're getting ready to go on a mission, and then the CIA is just like, hey, you can't go on this mission because it's too personal. Uh, For some reason, you know, something with your past... You, it, it is, you know, it's you're unfit for this mission. So then, as his, you know, Tom Cruise has Mission Impossible has his like team around him 
that mm-hmm. does missions with him. So they're get, they're like on a plane getting ready to like go do the mission. And then Tom Cruise sneaks onto the plane and then like as the plane is flying, uh they find out they find out that he like stowed away on the ship and then the CIA calls him up and be like, You gotta kill Tom Cruise because he's stowed away on your ship. So then his team tries to kill him, and then they all die in silly ways. Okay. And then Tom Cruise is the only one left. Like, So it was just an excuse to get Brad Pitt into space. Yeah, it was an excuse to get Brad Pitt alone. And I was like, man, this sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, there is no motivation for these characters to do this. That's fine. (laughs) Oh... Um, but yeah. yeah, so watch the lighthouse. Uh, watch the first half of Ad Astra, and then um, <laughs> drink a lot, and then watch the second half. What if you watch the first half of Ad Astra and then go straight into the second half of Lighthouse? <laughs> oh, that would be very yeah. interesting. Yeah that that'd be that, that'd, be that'd be a trip. Insane. That'd be a fucking trip. I can tell you that. Um, but yeah, in terms of like payoff, like. In the lighthouse, they set up the mermaid. It has a payoff. In <laughs> at Astra, they there's a long scene where they're sharing like Tic Tacs, mm-hmm. and they do a close up where Brad Pitt at, gets one, and then he sticks it in his pocket. And when you do something like that in film, that mm-hmm. has to have a payoff. Like if you zoom in on a character like pocketing something, mm-hmm. it has to have a payoff. Otherwise, it's completely unnecessary. And that tic tac never comes up in the entire film because I, I I know those things from like studying film where I look at that and I'm like that is key for later and then it just yeah, never it, came w- up when, again. When you have a mounted fish over a fireplace, then you know uh, yeah. The the, the saying is when you see a gun in Act One, it has to be fired in Act Two. Tried to make a pun on a red herring, it didn't <laughs> land. Huh? Um, Chris, what did we, what did you do? Um, I. I I watched a lot of Full Metal Alchemist. Hell yeah, um, brotherhood. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm showing my I'm showing my fiance, um, my fiance. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I understood <laughs> it. Bother me. Why is he talking? About? Why, the fuck Why is he Brazilian suddenly? <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, I'm showing my fiance Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, this comes off. Of, this becomes relevant in a little bit, but um, this comes off of watching uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, and which was good. It was. It was fine. Oh my god, it was you're the good. only Avatar one the Last other Airbender than me. Is good. Like it's a good show. Um, but you should probably cut that part out. The internet will literally be headhunting us. Oh really? Yeah. I don't care. Well, uh, <laughs> okay, well here we go. I'm I, people have asked me to watch Avatar and I said no because it makes my eyes bleed and my stomach churn because it runs at 4 frames a goddamn second. Does it? There. Uh, now now we're just dead. I I don't think anyone should be mad about this. It, it Full Metal Alchemist is just is just a better show. Oh, Full, like, Alchemist, full Metal Alchemist like, is great. Like yeah, like like there's there's no there's no debate about it. Like um yeah, like fucking, it's so good. Like there, there's so much going on and all this stuff. And so what we're doing is we're watching the first twenty six episodes of uh, of FMA 03 and uh, the these. Then we're gonna watch like episodes eleven through sixty, whatever of uh, of of Brotherhood. 
And just, like, that that's how you get the full story, and you get to cry because certain people die, and mm-hmm. it's, like, really heartbreaking and shit. And, yeah. um... And yeah, it's just, Hello, it's just, brother. it's it's just really good. It's just so good. And, um, like I'm, I'm finding out again, like how, like why I love this show so much. And there's just so much little bits and pieces. So many voice actors that I love are, are in the fucking show. Um, I'm glad Travis Willingham got, got like, they brought so back so many voice actors from FMA 03 to FMA Brotherhood because, Man, Travis Willingham deserved that second chance, dude. Like, who, like, a be- who did he play? He played Roy Mustang. Oh, okay. Roy Mustang in in O three anime, at least in the first like, in the first couple part, in in the first like quarter of the show is like, uh, if anyone complained about about the voice there, I would understand it. Um, but like. Uh, I watched one episode from uh from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood like recently to like to kind of like remember stuff and and that for uh Davy do, uh, do you remember that for the first episode of Brotherhood that like the totally non sequitur episode where they're just reintroducing all the characters <laughs> yeah oh like, yeah like yeah like Roy Mustang shows up I'm like ah yeah now you're in it. You're, you, you've definitely learned in eight years how to voice act, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And so it's it's a good time. A Remember good time. when you and I and, and uh, our friend that may or may not be guesting next week and some other folks managed to watch together in the same room both Full Metal Alchemist shows within the same ten weeks span? In like, in, 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 like, yeah. I, fuck. How... <laughs> How does anyone watch that much anime anymore? Like <laughs> how? Like what that was is... I doing? <laughs> like that, that must have been you like were... right before I started up in lab or something. You were yeah. in school. I I told <sighs> well I told MB that I did that, and she's just like, yeah, you did that because you didn't care about school. I'm like, you're pretty right. You're not wrong. I really didn't care about school. Like it, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty shitty back in college. But um, but yeah. So it's it's been a good time. That's been that's been what a lot of my time has been going uh has been going through. Uh, I've been cooking a lot. Uh, oh, nice. avocado avocados are like are like fucking the greatest oh, yeah. food Whatever. to grace the planet, bro. Whatever. Avocados that, that are great. Is, that guacamole shit is so just, good. just tastes like water. What? It doesn't taste like that. You gotta yes, season it. Does. Yeah, you gotta get, you gotta get like like sometimes they accidentally put the guacamole in, in your in your chicken power bowl at the Taco Bell. You gotta take that out because it tastes like nothing. The 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 guacamole at Taco Bell is is absolutely horrible. Oh man, but I will. But like, uh, you you two might know that I'm pretty lactose intolerant. Fucking, if I get like their oh, what the fuck do they have? Uh, if I ever get their like nacho chips. Right, if anything comes with nacho chips, I I cannot eat that fucking cheese though. Like it, I I gotta, I I, I have to ask them for guacamole, and I know that's a weird ask because they never, because they always get it wrong. I always <laughs> have to get out of my car, you know, before the quarantine times, right. r- run inside and say like, give me the guacamole. I know it's not good. I know I... you're just trying to protect me, but, but <laughs> I'm very but, surprised. But I can't eat this. I'm very surprised that that cheese is actually cheese. It it I 
that it has dairy in it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just surprised because it's just that like neon orange. Like I call it stadium cheese because whenever you go to like a baseball stadium or a hockey stadium or whatever, and you get like mm-hmm. nachos. You just get the like plain tortilla chips, and then that like neon orange green, like just amalgamation. You know, you know what's the best is when when you, when you dip the chip in there, and then you take it out, and then you let the surface just harden, and then you chew, and then you bite it, and it's like popping like a cheese gusher. Oh god! Oh, I guess so. Fucking love that. that like sounds... we talked about guilty pleasures last week, but I, I <laughs> yo, I forgot to put that in. That sounds Bad absolutely terrible. <laughs> Talking about the beefy five layer burrito with no beans. Beans are not allowed. I like oh, beans. Man, man, get, get that shitty nacho cheese. Get the shitty <sighs> sour cream. Get the shitty shredded cheese. Get the get the shitty water beef. Just shove it all in your fucking mouth. Baby, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. like, what? The, the, oh, the, yeah. Last thing <laughs> to say about about the bean cheese. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh no, no. I mean. I have many things to say, but that'll be a different... That's a topic for a different day. It's a different piece. We can all agree uh, well, that Mexican that's food... That's a deep dive. Mexican was food your... and even knockoff imitation Mexican food is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Well, what was your, what was Davey's uh, pop culture week looking like? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I had to work over the weekend. I had to go to to my place of, of work, which I typically work from home, but there were things that, I, that only I could do, so I had to wait for no one to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was sitting in my car on a Saturday at like 2 PM, um, just waiting for a thing to happen. And I was bored out of my goddamn mind. So I, I opened the Netflix on my phone and, and, and it recommended like, Hey, you watch the office. We got a new show from the guys from the office. And, and I watched space force in its entirety. The, the new show oh. from Greg Daniels and Steve Carell and, and and Sonic the Hedgehog and um and and, and Paul Malkov John Malkovich Jimmy Mal- Malkovich whatever they, and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog himself Ben Schwartz Ben Schwartz is, is they, the is the guy that runs the head of Space Force's Twitter they have he, he, a, he's the only objectively good part about that show they have a <laughs> they have a star studded cast so here is my hope. For Space Force, uh huh. Because when you watch the first season of the of the American Office, it doesn't quite have it. Like Michael is still a little bit too mean natured. Jim isn't funny and charming. He's just kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwight is hopeless. Um, like like Kelly is a buttoned up woman of business. Like it it takes a little bit of time for it to jive. And you're right. the The potential of this show, like it's got Patrick Warburton as the head of the army. Oh shit! Oh my god! Which is oh my god. Like, so perfect. Oh. Um, like um, it's so like like a, a basically a perfect cast. A lot of talent behind it. It's just it doesn't ever find the balance between because it's it's an entirely a show trying to parody a thing the president did. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it, it tries to make fun of, of, of our current president and just never goes for it. it. It doesn't go either way. It's like it's trying to make jokes without offending people that like are, are supporters of the president. And it's just sure. I might... It's just it just kind of happens. Like, like yeah. there's nothing funny about it. Um, But like there there is good in it. Like I said, Ben Schwartz is very funny as tr- like when he's trying to get the, the stuck up hyper general Steve Carell to like 
say lit in a tweet or something. Um, I don't know. It just never finds a balance. Mm. It, mm. I hope it gets better if it comes back. It ends on a stupid cliffhanger. Yeah. I I um, imagine if um if the office was rebranded to be like way too modern. Like the the thing about the office was that was a situation where we could all understand, right? Yes. Like or at least like infer because of like culture context. But yeah. like if if the office was instead startup company you know like at that time and place of like what early 2000s like it it would not have done well yeah no and space force definitely feels like a a workplace comedy where the workplace is something that (sighs) basically like the only reason why i've met someone who would work in a situation like that is just we happen to know a guy who has parents what work at nasa Mm -hmm. like i um it's it's, a, it's an aspiration for a lot of folks, but like you said, it's not something most people can relate to. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Like, it, it's fine. Maybe it, it in has... ten years it'll be great. <laughs> I, 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 we'll just look I back it... and be like, ah, oh, it was so good. We didn't appreciate it at the time. I, I think a season two could really crush it, but I, I don't. Yeah. It, it might get, I mean, who knows? Apparently they are getting sued by the actual space force <laughs> that's because because they 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 filed for merchandise oh that's, my god it's worth it so just good. for that it's um, worth it just for that <laughs> and apparently netflix was like hey we're losing the office to peacock which is a fucking amazing name for a streaming service Good yes. job, nbc <laughs> and they're like we, we need a replacement for it greg daniels save us and greg daniels was like i got it steve carell i'm gonna pay you 30 million dollars and and you're basically gonna play michael scott but you're gonna try to be serious and you crush it most of the time but and also he's kind of built which is kind of like i don't know i dug it man greg Uh, daniels is really like is really killing it on having something on every platform like yeah he's he's got the what is it upload or whatever it's Um, pretty good it there's some weird parts to it but it's pretty it's not bad like it's definitely like a good show and like he'll always have my heart for king of the hill but Oh, well, what um, the fuck did he do on King of the Hill? He's a co-creator of King of the Hill. What? It was. It was. Uh, him it was Mike and... Judge and him. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, like, there's the podcast for uh, uh, Office Ladies, the the rewatch of The Office, and yeah. uh, starring the like Jenna Fisher and um... <laughs> starring the Office Ladies. <laughs> yes, starring the literal Office Ladies. Um, and. Uh... Uh, um, like they had, I think it was Greg Daniels that they had on, and he was like talking about how, like, yeah, when I was trying to make Michael Scott more likable in season two, I just went back to my experience making Hank Hill more likable in King of the Hill, and <laughs> like we we didn't want to sacrifice who he was, but um, but we had to like give the audience some reason to give a shit about him. Um, I, I I do feel like that happens with every show, though. Like even 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 Parks and Rec. Where I, I love Leslie to death. She was not that cool in season one. Yes. That show was not that cool in season one. <laughs> but yeah. Cool. So, Interesting. Yeah, no, the, uh, the only other things I did was I played a little Persona 4. I don't know. Now that yeah. I've watched JoJo and I know that the Personas are just stands, it's like, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. well, it takes a whole new meaning. Okay. Um, uh, um, played him will be the show uh the the f- dodgers first baseman you can get a free card of him he's pretty good mm. um the 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 fifth anniversary of dokan battle is coming <laughs> so 
Dragon Ball Z Dokkan battle, so I've been grinding stones so that mm. I can get the new Gogeta. Um, which whenever I just get stressed out by work, I just I just farm some stones. <laughs> time time to time to go into my safety stone place. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna farm this event based on the the movie where they they discuss future Trunks and Gohan's adventures getting murdered by the androids, uh, and just just get some stones. Um, and then I've been working, and man, fuck that. Um, yeah, I can imagine. So, so yeah, I think it's about time to hop into our second topic. We're going to take a little bit of a break, but before we do, one, gentlemen, you guys have anything else for the news segment? Uh, nope. Uh, mo- mostly for news, everything was E3. Yeah. Yeah. And the catch-up, yeah, the, the yeah. first thing. I, I've just been I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen and watching movies. That's all I've been doing this week. That's 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 all bad. I ever want to do, honestly. Same. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and end this end this out uh, with a thing that I'm just gonna keep trying and see how it goes. Our uh, Yoko Taro quote of the week for June sixteenth, <laughs> twenty and twenty. So when Undertale was released on consoles, uh, Toby Fox was able to get testimonials from a lot of different video game developers on like what they thought under like what they thought of Undertale and what it meant to them. And one of the people that he got an opinion of uh, for that game of was Yoko Taro. No fucking way. Uh, the <laughs> the director of Dragon Garden Near and Near Automata. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As we all know. So, he uh and it's in the it's in the trailer for the console version of Undertale. You can see it it plain as day. Um quote a huge, epic RPG that took me 50 hours to beat. Of course, I was drunk or passed out for maybe 40 of those. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, there, the man. there is a long article that we will dive into at some point about how Nier Automata was almost delayed or canceled because Yoko Taro drinks a lot. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, You've mentioned this before. And like and like, I've seen quotes of like most like people are not worried about him. It's just like, dude, I, we need to do our job. Give us a story. It's like I'm fucking working on it. I'm almost at the beginning because he writes I, his stories backwards. Um, <laughs> I'm in the middle of my process. That's interesting. I might have to try that. I remember. I I know you've mentioned that before. I might have to try that. Yeah, we, we should try a deep dive into maybe into Yokotaro's writing process and, and like how it builds up well that's for later so yeah. all right we're gonna take a little bit of a break but take a break. when we come back um on the second segment of the, of the of this week's podcast we're gonna be talking about what are we talking about Child, childhood games aka we're just gonna talk about fucking ocarina of time for two hours and 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 are and are they still good are, are they yeah. good are the, yeah. yeah 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 so that'll be a fun conversation so um watch it and <sighs> Wait, fuck, listen to it. Damn listen it. Listen to it. You I, could I, watch gonna it. We're gonna talk about things. Stop, I have a fucking song on it. Is that the outro song too? Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think it is. No, it's not, but then you have two musics at the same time, and I get confused when that happens. <laughs> Alright, we're it. done with this. Okay. The Name Pending Podcast, and or ABCD Podcast, and or whatever the hell we decided to call this, is brought to you by three nerds with nothing better to do on a Tuesday. You can find the other half of this episode wherever we uploaded this one. You can also find more of Brian at www.twitch.tv slash madlarkin6, that's M-A-D-L-A-R-K-I-N-6, and more of Davey at www.twitch.tv slash factory underscore Davey. Chris doesn't do any of this. Yet. Links to all of those in the description of this episode. 
Finally, credit for the song you're listening to, Name of BitQuest, goes to Incompetech and Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can find this track and much more at Incompetech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. And a link to the reference license can be found in the description. Thanks for listening.